phone was going. Okay, here we go. Now we are live on both YouTube channels. <laughs> Thank you. Shout out to Politicking and uh, shout out to my guy, Ronnie, who just let me know that our YouTube was not up, but we're now we're live. Again, this is Summer Bell Cultivate, and I'm sitting here with um, an amazing friend, uh, DJ Go. He also goes by Invert the World. We're going to be talking about the importance of mental health in the Black community, as well as just allowing Black men to be vulnerable. And so excuse us um, for not making sure that those cameras was on. Again, thank you. I, I see you on my computer screen with the text messages. Shout out to Politic and Studio out in Riverside, making sure we're all good. All right. <laughs> now we can get going. Talk to me. So it's amazing because when we talked, you didn't even know that you're an artist. I didn't. I didn't. It uh, it just happened. It, it happened in a uh, through a series of failures, uh, failed marriage. I snuck off and got married. I I did everything wrong. Uh, we thought we were being smarter than what we were, being young and dumb, mm -hmm. falling in young dumb love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we we tried to do some had some lofty goals. We mm -hmm. started investing. We went to grad school together. Um, but it also uh, a couple of things happened at the same time. Um. The marriage is on the rocks. We were undone individuals who were kids. So we wow, had that's a big people. word. Undone individuals. We're gonna circle back to that one. Well, I, you didn't know that when you're a kid. Like wow. I, this is something that I realized after years and years of mm -hmm. maturity and therapy. Like we were undone and we still hadn't done the work to complete who we actually were going to be, who we wanted to be. And uh, then the market crashed. And so so many cataclysms. Happened at the same time um, when it all came out that we were married, then we were getting divorced. Oh wow! And, there, and there's a, a little girl involved, mm -hmm. you know. So the you know that breaking up of a family and they moved to to California. Mm -hmm. I'm stuck in Memphis now. I'm going through a bankruptcy, losing about 13 houses. Wow! Um, that we built on a teacher's salary. So it was a lot, mm -hmm. and it was a period of darkness that I can't. I can only tell you what uh it's, it's still kind of hard to kind of tell the truth yeah thing, yeah you know? yeah to be a yes sharing the whole so, truth is kind of emotion in here and we're gonna share the truth <laughs> nothing but the truth so bless god but um so if you see some emotion that's why this is real this is live this is happening right now and this first time sharing this story so um definitely didn't mean to cut you off but i just want the viewers to know that this could be hard coming out it's the reopening i always tell people that public speaking is the reopening of your own wounds to ensure that other people don't run into the same one so i can see what you mean there and i'm, I'm very used to public speaking yeah. but you know this that measure of vulnerability vulnerability mm -hmm. still you have to get used to doing it because you don't get the option opportunity to do it mm -hmm. so you don't have to practice and you have to remember i'm like dang i really did go through this yeah so yeah. and losing I went from having multiple places I can stay in the city that I hold houses that I own to having to move back in my mom's house. Mm -hmm. The only thing I remember actually having that I felt was my own from the divorce was a little bitty digital camera and mm -hmm. a laptop. Mm -hmm. And flipping houses, those are two things you absolutely gotta have. Okay. You camera to take pictures of houses and you need your laptop. Right. Somehow in between the process of while I was depressed, um, I had a photo editing software. It wasn't even Photoshop, it was a bootleg version, and I was just kept playing with the pictures of the houses that I downloaded, mm -hmm. I would invert them. And what I do remember is I dream in inverted colors. Wow. So my, my dreams are real weird, mm -hmm. like, like six sci-fi movies, the color schemes. So I would, I found out you can turn the photos mm -hmm. into the negatives and play with the colors. Look at that. And over a period of time, I just had some friends who knew I was going through my depression and they just started seeing a, a creative spark come out that mm -hmm. I wasn't seeing. Mm -hmm. 
and they kind of guided me to the process mm -hmm. where I got comfortable uh, calling myself a, a digital a photo editor uh -huh. okay. right you know mm -hmm. to say okay well i can do digital photo edits no one knew exactly what it was hell i didn't know what it was right right <laughs> and when my mom she used to be pissed because all i was doing was stuck on the computer and i, I was clearly depressed she said all oh, you're doing is stuck on the computer and drinking beer on the back wow wow it's the truth this is post divorce post family moving post separation post selling all of your home yeah. getting you know letting go of things and now you're stuck here trying to figure things out a series of things that happened i'm going through bankruptcy court mm -hmm. I'm going through divorce court mm -hmm. and i just found out i completely tore my uh my left sole shoulder okay so i tore my labor my rotator cuff had a bone spur Ooh. So I had to have my left shoulder completely mm -hmm. rebuilt. Mm -hmm. So in that time, it's a period of darkness. From my memory, I, rem I keep saying I was at my mom's house for six months. She mm -hmm. said, baby, you here for a year and a half. Oh my God. I have a blackout I can't remember. But right. When I came right. out of that, I, you know, for Christmas, I gave her some of the photos. I was editing of them mm -hmm. in a little uh, mat. Mm -hmm. You know what your mom does. Oh, my baby's an artist. My baby's an artist. Like, mom's. Own that. I didn't want to own that. I wasn't ready for that. Then um mm. went through uh, uh death had never touched my mother's side of the family for forever. And when it did, it came in a wave. Mm -hmm. Like in I two years, like, yeah. it came in a wave. Uh took about 12 of my family members, mm -hmm. and that's how I ended up with a sleeve. I had no tattoos before. Wow. Uh so I ended up with a sleeve. Mm -hmm. I bought a camera and now I'm taking photos. Right, right. Uh, hadn't had a photo class, target mm -hmm. class, still hadn't had a design class. Wow. I was used to starting a business and I'm doing something. So I just knew to start LLC, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sell business cards. Okay. So we go through this depression and then after post divorce and all these other things that we're dealing with, which I can relate to those things, things, you know, separation, breaking up of families and marriages and so forth and still having to push forward. And then you have this line of loss that happened in your family. And then all of a sudden you start transitioning into this yeah. artist, but yet didn't want to take that on. And so how did invert the world get birthed? Where did that come from? Where did you finally say and take ownership of the gift that was developed through this storm? Because I always tell people have some rain. Like I've been through some things myself yeah. with going through, you know, um, navigating through depression and still trying to be a fully functioning human being. Right. Mm -hmm. And now you have things that God is calling you to do and calling out of you to present to the world. And it's like, how does invert the world get presented? Uh, yoga and therapy. Okay. <laughs> That's what happened. The yoga came because now I had to have my, my left shoulder rebuilt. Now I had this one done in college. I hurt both shoulders in college. This one was the worst immediately. Mm -hmm. So they rebuilt this one. Um, There's some things you just don't realize when you're in college playing football. Mm -hmm. For one, you got a better rehab facility. Right, correct. You do better care. And you mm -hmm. and when you're paying for it. Mm -hmm. So by the time I had this one, which was the worst surgery, uh overall, the rehab was shitty. I mean, it was just horrible. Mm -hmm. Right. So and I didn't want to keep paying for it. So I knew what to do. Okay. I started going to yoga. Okay. Um and got Very the jump rope. But the the my friend, one of my friends was uh going to becoming a yoga instructor. Mm -hmm. So she also was getting into meditation. So I was a crash dummy because she wanted a big football player. And also at the time I was about 300 pounds too. Okay. Wow. Uh, so she wanted a big football player to get mm -hmm. yoga. Well, I'm flexible. I'm an athlete. I don't care. I ain't gonna shame. Well, through that, they were teaching meditation techniques. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of things I was familiar with that I realized that at my later age I needed because by playing sports, you do a lot of visualizing. Mm -hmm. sports you know you got to see them. you got okay. to okay. a lot of Very principles that you teach but you don't know how to always apply it when you're going through um 
some serious issues. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So through meditation, now I'm taking photos. I've started a business. Um, I tried it. I just tried to double down on this meditation mm -hmm. stuff. And it started working. Like right. What I started seeing myself uh, wanting to create, mm -hmm. if I could take my time, mm -hmm. I could think it through. That you can do it. Yeah. Wow. So one day, um, this was, so my um, my aunt committed suicide in mm. a very brutal way. In oh. a very, it, was, it was a very troubling way. And I had to double down on these practices. And you can, you can feel yourself when you, things are getting dark. Mm -hmm. um, so I won't, wouldn't manifest it in negative ways because my temperament still was kind of mm -hmm. erratic. I doubled down on sitting still mm -hmm. and, and trying to focus on something crea creative. Mm -hmm. But one day I was digitally designing, drunk, and I looked at one of my designs and said, I think I could paint that. Mm -hmm. And I went through this entire process where I literally saw myself painting. Mm -hmm. uh, so woke up in the morning. So well, let's just try. You know, mm -hmm. at this point, I have failed at so many other things. I don't care if I mess up on the painting. Mm -hmm. And the painting was horrible. I mean, it was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. You know, it was trash. It was trash. I mean, it was just trash. However, what I did do is I got the concept. I, what I what I lacked was uh, also since I'm an educator, I understand you just lacking technique. Mm -hmm. Got the concept. So I just doubled down on kept painting, right? So mm -hmm. one after the other. I know I understood also through therapy, uh, the most powerful number is one. Mm -hmm. It's complete one. Mm -hmm. Complete another mm -hmm. one. So uh, taking that approach, I started painting some things. Mm -hmm. And through the hat process of visualizing, there were a lot of things that started happening in my life that were really, really, really weird. Uh, I'll give you one. So well, before I give you an example, um, I also am an avid reader. Okay. So I read um, the book, The Secret. Okay. Oh, it's, it's, it's the secret. oh my God. Definitely to read. It was actually one of my VPs told me that that is a book that needs to be read. So I started it. I need to finish it. So, it's, it's, but it's also, it's one of those books that is so powerful. You sometimes you put it down. Uh -huh. You realize that you may have operated in this process before. Yeah. Yeah. All the things to existence. And in a nutshell, it spoke that uh, the universe wants to give you your desire, uh -huh. but also it wants to give everyone their desires. Amen. Amen. Are operating in their purpose that are waiting for you. Oh, say that again. Yeah. And you are pushing in, in this direction. Mm -hmm. You will meet what you need because also people pushing in direction they kind of mm -hmm. need to cross. Mm -hmm. Now, you, if you don't, they're still going to go and find what they need. Mm -hmm. But you will have missed that opportunity. Right. And the opportunity they may have missed the opportunity to do with you, but since they're on their path, well, you'll. you'll Amen. So um, I got more in tune, try to get more in tune with that. And also, uh, because I'm an educator at the time, we were teaching in a gender specific academy. So, mm -hmm. people all boy classes, long girl classes. So, my research is being done based upon uh, uh, magical intelligence. Okay. Uh, teaching the, the brain as opposed to the okay. gender. Very it's good. The brain, of course, the gender encapsulates Very the good. based on the stimulus. Mm -hmm. uh, I started understanding that color had frequencies, mm -hmm. just like music has frequencies. Mm -hmm. So using those techniques, trying to combine them, mm -hmm. that would start to become my mm -hmm. style. Because I ain't got no talent. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> I have a talent that's nice. Don't understand that they don't have 
they think that they don't have a talent. I hear that all the time. I don't know what my purpose is. Mm -hmm. I don't know what my talent is. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. And that is a whole nother subject that we can um, get into. But you're absolutely right. Sometimes you don't recognize it. So now you're getting into this book, The Seeker. You're getting into teaching from a gender-based perspective. And now you're adding art into this. Yeah. So and that, and they got, at that point, things started moving fast and happening weirdly that I had to make a decision. Okay. okay. So um, in, in the process of painting, uh, I had a couple of situations where I, I did manifest something. So okay. this is this is your <laughs> story. I can tell that. So, um, I'm not a Destiny's Child fan, right? But I'm an R&B lover. And when I got I'm both. When I got from them this picture star painting, um, the first thing you do is just pop art, paint your favorite artist. I, okay. I love Sade, so I painted it like three times. Okay, we're gonna show that. Don't worry, we'll show his art as well because it's dope. It's <laughs> one behind us. It's amazing. So I painted Beyonce. Oh, right? I need one. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. It's so, but I'm not going. It's an abstract Beyonce I really like. It's okay, well, damn, I got to paint the whole crew. I painted Kelly Rowland, but I was listening to Brandy's Full Moon album while I painted it, so it kind of looked like Brandy. <laughs> the Michelle Williams. Okay. This particular, for whatever reason, it was it was the most stressful piece to paint. Mm -hmm. It was as if I could hear the pain. Okay. Call. Right. Just like I have, I was having a conversation. I thought I was freaking out a couple times, uh -huh. like, you know, because uh, I got to the process of painting it in your head first, painting it in your head first. Uh huh. Uh -huh. I can and see how that happened. The Beyonce and Michelle, uh, the Beyonce and the Kelly Rollins, maybe took about three weeks. Okay. It took me six months to finish this, Michelle. Wow. It took me six months, mm -hmm. right? So at the time, uh, my girlfriend worked in radio mm -hmm. in Memphis. Uh, so when I moved here, I left some pieces. Mm -hmm. with her mm -hmm. and that was one of them so she called me she said you'll never believe this kelly's coming to the radio station and wow wowzer and um she said i can give it to her mm -hmm. and she gave it to her okay okay michelle said she said i've been seeing uh i'm sorry michelle when he was coming she's like okay. i've been watching this guy paint this piece since he started it on instagram i didn't know he was in memphis and ironically i birthed her at the same time she's a leo uh -huh. so it's it, it's those kind of things that you it's, it's kind of hard to deny mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like you know like things that are supposed to happen in so that is a weird right. greatest experience i had so mm -hmm. i forgot oh no kelly wrote holding piece mm -hmm. but what that did was it actually you know in art world it's about about clout who has right. your artwork right you right. right. actually paint a piece of a celebrity give it put it in their hand and mm -hmm. say look this is who i am it validated me in the world where I didn't grow up as an artist. Right. I didn't have traditional names. Not just in a world where you didn't grow up in, uh, as an artist. You didn't know that you were an artist. And how old were you? Okay, when everything was happening with the divorce and the separation and losing all of your property and then going into this depression and then family members passing away and I'm so sorry, your aunt committing suicide. How? What age were you at that point? Oh, um... Uh -huh. 29 first started. Okay, so 29. You never knew that you were an artist. You didn't even know how to. You was walking around here, Mitch Matt didn't even know how to dress at some point. And so then the first that is amazing because so many people out here right now are struggling with both mental health and depression. And I'm gonna be honest, I know that it mental health and depression can be coming from so many different ways, but one thing that I do understand is what I always try and tell people is that. If you walk toward your purpose, you will walk out of some 
forms of depression. Now, understand that some depression is just heavy, some we can't get away from, but sometimes that's your purpose tugging on you. And when we're not living in our dreams and living in our purpose and what we were created for this earth to do, there is something that is going to tug in our heart. There's something that's going to make us feel like we're not doing, but like we're empty. And so is that in a way, like when did you realize you were just depressed and knew you had, you were coming out of it? Like you were depressed, you started doing art and how did you tie in I guess the art meditation with bringing yourself out of depression. Because when you said you connected with that piece in a way, it seemed like it was talking to you and you were doing the piece in your head and you were drawing the piece in your head. The crazy thing is in my PhD right now, when I'm writing papers, I write my papers in my head first. I feel connected to my work because it's part of my purpose, right? So talk about how was that even something that you knew? I Did you know that you were depressed? Well, at a certain point, probably, maybe about a year and a half into it wow i I knew i was depressed okay so i I actively started um going to a therapist wow i did not understand there's a lot of things i did not understand Mm -hmm. um in terms of putting it in terms of i am depressed i knew i was angry Mm -hmm. i was so angry okay and i was confused Mm -hmm. you know because you know everything you thought you knew you don't know anymore Mm -hmm. um so but i was not intending on I was not trying to use this lane as a lane to get out of depression. Right, that, right. I was. I didn't think that's what was happening. Right. Um, I just. Well, I was using the tools in front of me to keep me occupied. Okay. Right? Makes sense. To keep me occupied, uh, I found something that was like a pulling a string, mm-hmm. and I just kept pulling the string. Okay. Because only had other. Only you only got a couple other options. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, just go nuclear. Right. Right. <laughs> so, had a pretty good support system around me okay i had some friends who gave me real tough love i had a cool girls in memphis my my, my homegirls have really did support me and okay. they did not pacify no yeah very good very good right like that, you know, right um so they helped me to get out and get more active like this i lost weight because they tricked me to start running half marathons okay <laughs> so it was a combination of things but when i when I saw my friends taking that manifestation and being a little serious. Like, right. since you're doing this, this right. is what you must be. Right. Amen. Yeah, Amen. I didn't. That support system. Yeah, I wasn't going to be alive, you know, if they see me doing something. Like, well, you did do that. And I'm right. I've always been, I told you so kind of do. Yeah, yeah. So, like, well, you did it. You can do that, right? Right. It's one of those um, levels of accountability. To yes. Others. Yeah. So, my, I have to give um, my best friend. Um, Jamal Williams is probably the, one of the biggest catalysts in the media mm-hmm. becoming an artist because uh, he's he's always been you know your best friend with the hardest on right right. But when he saw me doing a couple of designs, he says you need to give these to Jabari, my friend who started art mm-hmm. piece and lyrics. He said you need to let him see this so mm-hmm. put your art piece and lyrics. Okay. I had never thought about myself in the concept as an artist right at all until they got me an art piece and lyrics. Jamal drove me to Charlotte, mm-hmm. and I'm in an exhibit that completely blew mm-hmm. my mind. I've never seen anything like this in wow. my life. So I'm like, you know, it was a, it was a bit much to kind of catch up to. For one, you, you kind of uh, starstruck in a different kind of manner because right. you don't know any of these people. Mm-hmm. But apparently, they are a really big deal in the right. black art world. But two, we got a black art world. Uh, three, writers on the, on the wall again not doing anything yeah. to an artist not getting into this until after 20 age 29 of depression yeah. not even knowing that you were depressed and then just figuring out the tools in front of you and utilizing them and now not only are your art in the world on the walls 
I'm sitting in your art gallery. And, and like that's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And the other person is my principal at the time. Uh, and this one comes into play when when people are also on their trajectory. Uh huh. Uh, she had a deliberate purpose in her life, mm -hmm. and she brought me to that school for a specific reason. Mm -hmm. And as things start culminating for her, I had now acquired a skill in her music. It didn't matter whether I could do it or not. Right, right. I had just bought a camera. That part. I had just bought a, a fancy camera to learn how to take photos. Well, she came upstairs and said. Johnson, we're going to record a video so we can win this competition for Obama. Wow. Like, what? what? She was, I said, well, I'm telling you to met Obama. Yeah. You better stop right now. Sure. You I'm better not. stop right now. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. You can look it up. So you it's uh, not about Obama. It's about the, your craft and your gift that didn't even know that you had that was birthed out of depression. And now you're sitting in front of Mr. President. It gets a little, it gets a little weirder. Like he, Obama had oh a she called the race to the top. Right. So what he was doing was it was his educational initiative. Schools were had to create their own tailor-made program tailored to the community. Right. I told you we did gender specific education. Well, the principal said we have Johnson, we have to shoot a, a three-minute video about the community. I said, it's kind of I don't, I don't I don't know how to record. She said, Well, don't you got the fancy camera? Right. You just push the record button. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. She chopped me off. So I and so you do what any educator does. You go draft some kids, you know, go draft. It's um, kind of here. Get it yeah. into them too. <laughs> one, kid, one kid who I know was not going to drop the ball in terms of personality. Uh -huh. I got a couple of my brainiacs, so I know we're going to make sure we dot the I's and T. Mm -hmm. I treated it like a photo shoot, like a basic photo shooting, and I just did that. We record the butt. Mm -hmm. Only had one real camera. Mm -hmm. The rest of the kids, we had mm -hmm. cell phones. Mm -hmm. and we won the competition. We, you, had to, you had to vote about which school was doing the best in terms of reform based upon the video we shot. Right. We won. When we won, uh, what I didn't realize is that MTV was going to come down and shoot a whole special around it. Big. So we ended up being nominated for an interview. You a big deal, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a lot. It be, it sounds, it, it's so, sometimes it's so much, you still have, I have to sit back and like, this is a, this is a lot to kind of tell the story because it doesn't always make sense in pieces. Right. So you all, you talk about what you're doing at the moment because we're also in the city where people fly as a lie. Right. I tell the whole story. Oh, he is lying. That is a lie. So we, um, we won and, and Obama came and conducted a graduation. He handed out diplomas to every student in senior class wow. and shook their hand. They all got a picture of Obama shaking their hand. I was the photographer on record. I was able to bring together a photography team. Mm -hmm. uh, so that one situation with me not really having any experience mm -hmm. to justify me doing it, you know, you prepare yourself for that moment and you just don't turn down that moment. Right. You know, it's one of those situations where you can't mess it up. It's impossible to mess up because it's, it's the best opportunity you could ever have. Right. And it's your purpose. It's, your it's purpose. what you're supposed to be doing. So it kind of goes back into the process of when you are operating in purpose. It's kind of like when they say your gift makes room for you. Mm -hmm. Like it literally just once you start yeah. and you carry out and you start walking toward that, those steps, then everything else will come. Yeah. And it's crazy because we're talking about mental health. And we're talking about purpose and our crafts and so forth. But I truly am a believer that once you start walking in purpose and operating and beating your craft on a daily basis, that can burst something new out of you. You, you find your, sometimes you find your purpose in that process. Right. Right. So you may not even know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, you may not know how to do it. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you just sometimes need to keep moving forward until you start seeing a measure of consistency working for you. Right, correct. Uh, but the, it's, it, I think that the biggest things are those tools that you get in terms of uh, whether it be through therapy or those simple things like your grandma tell you go somewhere and sit down, mm-hmm. sit down and be still. <laughs> like those those principles are very. That statement is a very be big still. principle. Go somewhere and be still, mm-hmm. and that is a large part of meditating. The ability to kind of sit still. Right. Um, I'm someone who is they say is ADD. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what I've learned is it's not an issue of not being able to sit still. People who label those with ADD don't have the skill set to train them to be completers of tasks. Mm-hmm. Since they don't have people to train them to be completers of tasks. Right. Correct. They say there's something wrong. With them. Oh yeah, definitely. So, Especially within there is a, has been an attack on our young black boys within the educational system mm-hmm. and labeling them with ADD and putting them on medication when I can go so far deep into where so many of these things are coming from, whether they're coming through poverty um, and so many things that are affecting our frontal cortex and they don't have the ability to, um, you know, focus and to concentrate properly. Like you just stated, it's just some educators need to understand who they're dealing with and how to deal with each each individual. Mm -hmm. Kind of like when you're on a management team, you manage people separately and differently. It is the same way. We cannot have this blanket statement of how they're going to operate with the yeah it's not a template for every student you know so you have your blueprint but then you need to really dive into each individual especially those who are coming in smaller low social economic you know areas and so forth so and, and that was so now so in the classroom i'm teaching social studies geography primarily okay but as i'm becoming more creative uh as an individual also i'm becoming a much better geography teacher Wow. But those things are clashing mm-hmm. one is supporting the other because I'm learning much more that uh, geography is a science and it's also a creative science. Mm-hmm. So understanding you kind of be have to understand the measure of design mm-hmm. uh, and um, biology at the same time. Nice. Very good. So, Very good. So important. So it's uh, but the problem is in the classroom, I'm not teaching the kids a skill. So now I'm having this whole new clash of purpose. Mm-hmm. Like I can be a teacher, but I don't feel like I'm really supporting my people. Okay. Uh, and by teaching my boys and girls how to do a thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. teaching them a subject, mm-hmm. and then between geography and U.S. history, they just know stuff, mm-hmm. general stuff. And hopefully later down the line, they can see the correlation. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't happy with that. If I'm over here now manifesting things, mm-hmm. and I have found this creative mm-hmm. skill. So it was a real clash, and I had to come to a different measure. That's kind of shit. Yeah, it was. It was a different kind of, it was a different kind of emotional cluster connection to yes. these students to know what is needed. So I had their trajectory. Because now I realize I got to do different kind of work on me. Oh, they want to be in Memphis that long anyway. Mm-hmm. Because I was in my initial plan was to be married with the kids. We had a whole different dream. Mm -hmm. Since I lost it, I had to modify and adjust. And this is what it adjusted to. Mm. Now, since I, you know, I think I got a talent. There was an opportunity back in Atlanta where my roots are as well. I had to decide if I'm going to take a risk. If I'm going to actually operate based upon the things that now I've learned and and think I believe, Mm -hmm. or if I'm going to stay in Memphis and become. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stay in Memphis to teach it, to Mm -hmm. do creative stuff on the side but it was it was it was tearing me up so i didn't want to be there that mm-hmm. wasn't that wasn't what i thought that purpose was mm-hmm. now i didn't know what my new purpose was but i was gonna figure you know it was pulling on you it was pulling and you knew that it was possibly within these school systems yeah to help these students well, i knew I, I knew i needed to 
do something different if mm -hmm. I was going to be able to come back to the key. Okay. I wasn't okay. sure if the whole art thing was going to take off and I wasn't going to be yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure. Right. So I moved here um, on the bungee, trying to start a couple of businesses. Uh, <laughs> lost a lot of money. Right. <laughs> Ended up staying with my cousin. Uh, Did you go back into depression during that? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, but however, now this is the weird part about it. Went to a completely different depression, but I was depressed based upon um because I couldn't get a job, mm -hmm. right? But my art life took off, like it took off unbelievably, and I found a community that was thoroughly supportive, mm -hmm. and it was those things that people came up was like, "Hey, I'm doing this. You mm -hmm. look like a perfect fit for it," mm -hmm. and one of them was the moving art, the yoga body painting. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I met you on my end. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, to so someone to come to me at an art exhibit, I'm already doing body painting and say, I have this idea about mixing acro yoga, body painting, meditation, like mm -hmm. this other stuff. I literally turned around and said, Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. So, wrong baby. Wrong baby. Moving art. And it created a, it, it has created a community that is still supports me to the day. Okay. Uh, the artists, my brothers, who I met through the art, through that community, we still on the group message. We chat mm -hmm. and talk all day, mm -hmm. uh, and we have we have that space. We create the nation. We create that space. I mean, that space was curated and allowed us to yeah. keep those yeah. channels open, express our emotions, and kind of be more open about it. And they all are artists as well. So you're saying a lot, though. So. I hear so many different things. One, a safe space, mm -hmm. support. Let's go back to when you didn't even know that you were an artist and you had this group of friends who saw something in you, yeah. right? That makes me think about self-efficacy. Right now I'm doing my doctorate on, on human behavior and building and what grows self-efficacy within you so that we can change their trajectory, right? right? So that they can achieve things through an academic standpoint or their purpose, right? Mm -hmm. They don't believe that they can do it. Right. And sometimes you have to have that support system. And some of the things that inspire self-efficacy with the individuals is having someone who believes in you when you can't believe in yourself. Yeah. And so when we're talking about mental health and we're talking about individuals who are struggling with depression or struggling with, you know, just getting up some mornings. Right. I'll be honest, I've shared this on some platforms, but not on a mass scale to where people can know this about me. I struggle with morning depression. Really? Where I can get up, I can hit the ground running, I, I'm on go. Everybody knows the summer's on 10. She's on go. She doesn't back down from things. But every morning is a struggle for me that I have to talk to myself to say, get up, Summer. Let's get it, Summer. People won't know the struggles that I deal with with morning depression and having to talk myself into each day. Mm -hmm. Sometimes having to cry myself into each day. Sometimes finding myself rolling out of bed on my knees and crying out, dear God, just help me so that I can just get up and start my day. These are things that are happening at the wee hours in the morning, 5 a.m., 6 a.m. So by the time people see me at 7 a.m. Yeah. in the gym getting it, there's been a whole yeah. different type of yeah. battle mentally. Yeah. But accountability is something we said. Yes. When we have people who are rooting for us, mm -hmm. when I got people already calling me Dr. Bell and I'm not even a doctor putting me on that paper. <laughs> so, right? And it's like, you like to have to call be doing yeah. right yeah. and so when you have that accountability so we got to wrap some support system around people we got to also but we have to inspire people to speak out about what they're going through yeah. talk to people and let them know that hey i don't know if i'm depressed but something is not right in me 
Because yeah. in the black community, we are not okay with saying it's okay to go to therapy. It's okay to find some type of outlet. We're all mm -hmm. oh, chin up. You'll be good. Wipe those tears. Right. But what about when there is real depression going on within someone and there is a battle? Yeah. And it sounds like you had friends who came alongside you. You had your tribe. I had, and they, they gave and I, <laughs> they gave me tough love. They absolutely did. Mm -hmm. They absolutely did. Um I, I can't I can't speak enough into the, their measure of support. And sometimes even at the at the point it sounded it would be it would sound like they were mean. Mm -hmm. Now to be fair, like I say to you. Like at, uh, at the time, about two ninety five, and my homegirls, none of them taller than five four. <laughs> so it's a, you know they had you know they felt they felt obligated when they talked to tell me what to do. They they were aggressive about. It. They weren't going to hold my hand about it. Right. Uh, and something, and I appreciate that. I pre they recognized there were times when I just couldn't mm -hmm. do anything. I didn't want to stay in the house. Like no, nah, I mean, they ain't, they ain't no option. We come right. to get you. Right. Get your big ass out the house. We coming to get you now, and I cannot say how much I appreciated that. That was a big catalyst. Okay. Um, um, and but I also you also realize that if you want good friends, you've got to learn how to be a good how friend. to be a good friend. So Man. there were certain measures of I want to believe in my heart that I commitments that I made, mm -hmm. especially in my depression, because I wanted some things. Mm -hmm. You know, and my and you. One thing that I learned in the process of meditating and coming out of these things is creating. Um, mantras for yourself. Okay. Like you start creating what your values yeah. are. Your simple, your simple values. Like what philosophy that you're gonna try to live by. Very good. And, and my biggest one is you gotta be what you want. Amen. Um, so you speaking to me? <laughs> gotta be it. Like I'm not going. To, no one's going to ever give me anything, so they're not gonna give it to me. So if I want, if I want, um, if I want a happy life, you know, I got to be a happy person. Amen. So what does Amen. that mean? Amen. Amen. If I want a good relationship, I got to be a good person to be in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. Right. If I want to be an artist, well, I got to go get the art and be painted. I got to be that. You got to be I, it. You got to be it. what I want. Ooh. And I become what I want. Because the only thing you really battle with is time. It, this was time. So I also had to, in this process of meditation and figuring out what is a failure. Because if you let me tell it, also the reason why I don't say a lot of things. My story is when I sound when I say it and I hear it, mm -hmm. it's me admitting a lot of failures. Right, correct. Right? That's what yeah, hear. that's what I hear. Sometimes the thing about it is that I hear relatability, and that's the thing with all of us is that sometimes when we are admitting our mistakes and our failures, mm -hmm. it holds us back. Right, it gets us that pit in that stomach. But really, when we admit those failures or those mishaps, it's relatability yeah. because when someone sees you like you're so humble, then I don't even see on your page that you talk about your art has led you to meeting Mr. President Obama and all and MTV and all of these things. You don't even talk about those things. But when people see someone on a higher level or on a pedestal for whatever pedestal that people put me on, right? Yeah. Like when I walk into school systems and they think that, oh, I may drive a certain car, I may look a certain way. But really, when I say no, I come from the seat that you said it. Right. Your teacher was my teacher because I go back to the school systems that I grew up in. Yeah. When I say no, love, we're cut from the same cloth. Right. I've made these mistakes. These are things that happen. Now you provide that relatability to say, hey, I can attain this too. Yeah. And this is why we got to share our stories. This is why we got to speak out. This is why we got to say and recognize that no, depression is real. It's Mental real. health is real. real. And out of that, you can find some treasure. And you know, you know, when you come out of it, it's not like you have completely succeeded as not and come back again. Correct. It it's a it's a process because it's a part of life. And that's what the proper 
this um, when I moved here and the depression I went through when I went and moved here, I actually learned to embrace it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it, okay. it, was, it was something that I realized, like, you're not going to be able to always shape being down. Mm -hmm. Embrace it because you need to feel the bottom to know you need to look up. Right? So I, I I learned to some I'm a, a superhero. I love all the Marvel movies. So that's that has been my superpower. Uh, and, uh, to go back to where the term and the world came from, when I first went through, realized that I'm going to take this series seriously. Invert the world was a mantra. Mm -hmm. This is what's called inversion photographics. I, I, I couldn't figure it out. I just say I was doing. I could take a photo and do some graphics of it. I didn't know what I was doing. It's like this long name, inversion photographics. Right. <laughs> but I'm invert the world, and what that meant was to take the world that I see, flip it upside down, and turn it inside out. Okay. Okay. Because the person who I'm oh, strong right now, how I see the world where I want to go, mm -hmm. is not what I'm doing right now. That's strong. Completely turning it inside out. That's strong. Upside down. Mm -hmm. So it was. I reflected in my initial design scheme, which is why a lot of stuff had that mm -hmm. basic inverted colors, because mm -hmm. uh, that's my always been my starting point mm -hmm. in design, mm -hmm. designing, editing photos. Mm -hmm. um, so once I, like I say, my when I moved here, I got confident enough to embrace that process. Amen. Amen. Started making that, make it like a competition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if I felt a measure of insecurity, because now I'm in the art world, I'm accepting I'm an artist, yeah. but now I'm here in the building of the beast around some oh. real creative folks. Mm -hmm. I made up so many competitions in my head based on my own insecurity. But we're also doing that and consistently. I, but I knew I was doing it. I accepted I was doing it. And I, and I tried to horn in on the mania. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. I kept painting. I kept painting. I kept Good. Very painting. You kept pushing. You kept pushing. Kept pushing. Kept challenging. Okay. I hyper created and exhibited so much in those first few years, you could literally start seeing the progression of my artwork mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, of the skill set. Mm -hmm. And that's why I hold on to certain ones from the yoga paintings because you'll see where it started just as a, like a stencil, it's a mm -hmm. paint block tool. I started working on it. It's art is just things we're going to show is art how to shade the pieces in and start focusing on creating details and mm -hmm. eyes but also i would go back to the linear lines with the mm -hmm. architectural painting right because i would see other people who did such dope work mm -hmm. and since now i'm here i still have a whole story that i could tell folks about what i've done right but i need my present product mm -hmm. to line up your product lines up <laughs> <laughs> But you are even inspiring me right now to stop second guessing myself yeah. and just step into my kingship, right? Of who I am and who God made me to be. And when I say kingship, it's because well, I have the ability to understand both feminine and um, masculine energies. I'm a full woman, so don't get me twisted. No. <laughs> but my, my thing is this. You said something so important is that you created a competition in your head. Yeah. Got to go back to that. Yeah. Because... You creating a competition in your head is something that social media is doing for us all the time in creating depression. Well, and from that, you yeah. to adults, that is creating this depression because now instead of you worrying about self, your own purpose and your own abilities, you're so worried if you are better than the next person. Like when you step into this mm -hmm. world, mm -hmm. God gave you something so dope yep. that you didn't even find until after age 29. Yeah. People think are they're scared. Teenagers don't know their purpose, and here you are dipping into that at age twenty nine. And God gave you something that has allowed you to open doors, including this dope art studio that I'm in that I will show you guys. 
And here you are second guessing yourself, creating competitions in your head. Yeah. But the thing is that for you and for someone like me, the competition is there. We're second guessing ourselves, but somehow we're still going. And so, we're still executing. What I had to do was, so, and let me explain that competition. I, I had to embrace certain things about myself that sometimes I can be unhealthily competitive. Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So I could not shake that that desire to compete. Mm -hmm. Well, the person who I have made this battle up with, he don't know it. He never needs to know it. He right. never needs to know it if he's always like, they don't need to know that because I had to embrace that. This is a me issue. I'm like, mm. this is a you issue, Daryl. But what is? what do you need to do then? You feel this way is because you see this stuff and you like it and you wish you could do it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like to that caliber. That part. That part. So I didn't I didn't I didn't let go of what I would normally how I process. I just learned how to in my space I would argue with me. Mm -hmm. You, it. you mm -hmm. can't do this. Yes, I can. So I, I wasn't I wasn't going to I wasn't going to to ignore that. I needed to embrace that. Because it's not going to go away. If I keep trying to push that away, then I'm going to really go crazy. Embrace that. That's Get it out. So that's when I realized the battle is this a me battle. That's me over here who got some paint. That's it. got some canvas. Yeah, I got the paint. I got the canvas. We even got YouTube now. Because when I first started, we had YouTube. It was like, what you want to do? Like, I could be in my. Wait, let me. <laughs> It's three people. Let me go ahead and tell you. I says, all right, so I'm talking now. Let me tell you. It's three people. It's me, myself, and I. And I'm the referee. I am the referee. So me and myself be going at it. Like, like so, but it's a, I have, but then you. I, 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 yeah. I'm the one going to do it. Yeah. Because we about to get busy. Yeah. We about to get this goal. We go step into our purpose. Oh, that's strong. Um, so I'm There's three people, me, myself, and the referee. I'm, I'm going to make the decision. I got the final say so. So also in the process of my depression, it would manifest in insomnia. Now, I have had battle with insomnia for a long time as a kid. So I had traces of depression, you know, pop battle insomnia. Okay, okay. But now the insomnia is all night pain spree. Oh, we pain. We ain't going to sleep for it. <laughs> so you know, if I have to, if I'm, if I have to battle with a, a condition like an insomnia, it's going to be productive to the point where I will be relieved of what came out of it if I have to. I'm not suffering. It's not a suffrage because once you get once I work that energy out and I can finally calm my nerves down. Oh, I'm sleeping. You just said something. You just said something. OK, you said you were battling with something, a condition. Mm -hmm. Right. The importance we put labels. Yeah. Condition insomnia when really you waking up doing your art that's when the week hours happen that's when you yeah. stepping into it when we can stop putting labels on what we're supposed to be doing i don't care if it's insomnia i don't care if you waking up at 2 a.m that's when we need to speak to the people we got to stop putting labels the labels the labels are whack because the labels come when people don't have the tools to manage what you come to complain about right if you put you tell them and they say well you got this well if they don't have it they really talking from, you know, secondhand knowledge because they just observing a group of people who have it and they created a, a name for it. Right? right, correct. And if they give you a pill for it, 
That means they really don't have a, a real social solution. solution for it. They may not have a social solution. We got um, for solutions for so many different things, especially ADD. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm not saying mental health is not real, but there are so many more outlets that we have to seek. We have, a, we have, and don't really get me wrong. Some, some people who have conditions that we, they do have chemical imbalances okay. and there right. there are, a medication is a tool. For that. But that shouldn't be a starting point. Right. Uh, we shouldn't understand that people have gifts that are very broad and they need to be able to talk how to manage them mm -hmm. or they have uh ability that their brain just shapes right, right. Really high frequency. correct correct they need enough stimuli to kind of mm -hmm. manage those vibrations mm -hmm. right and also calm their nerves so this shit is nerve right right like, it you is. Can, you when you kind of embrace once i finally embrace that what goes on with me and these vibrations and irritation mm -hmm. i know it's either something in me that i need to get out i mm -hmm. might be frustrated correct or i might be sensing something in the subconscious that i have no clue about right but i need to be sensitive to it right right it is in our subconscious and so i love the fact that because we're definitely going to respect medicine we're going to respect our psychologists and our psych you know psychiatric hospitals and so forth because there are some things that call for medication but i love when you said maybe that is not the starting point in the ends to all means right because i'll be honest i have shared this i've shared this multiple times that i battle with morning depression but it's sometimes just getting out and calling that out and checking yourself. Mm -hmm. And I promise you today, do you know, cultivated something that has been in me that I need to birth out of me for years. And I still, I still get up with, what are you doing, Summer? This ain't about to be this, this ain't about to be that. <laughs> so guess what? Like you said, there's three of us. He already said there's three of us, me, myself, and I. So I'll find I checking both of them. Yeah. Yo, we gonna make this happen. We're gonna do it. We're gonna walk into our purpose by any means necessary, right? Right. And so that is so important for us. It's a beautiful thing that you have the support system and the accountability to others, but it's major when we start having accountability to ourselves. Mm -hmm. When we start saying, no, we're gonna walk into purpose by any means necessary and we're gonna do it. We're gonna recognize that there's something there. Yeah. But you also talked about you knowing that there was something and for me i know that there's something so that's having accountability and honesty something's battling with me today right. instead of overlooking and acting like i'm good the issue is that we got to start saying i'm battling today yeah. something doesn't feel right and i gotta hone in on it i don't care what your outlet is like you talked about you know i always say rituals what are your morning rituals how do you start your morning whether it's prayer whether it's meditation whether you don't know what to say and you just got to call out god's name i don't care what it is but you better do it yeah. to get your day started so that you can get on that good foot you know you need to walk into our purpose yeah. and i've also found that when i am not doing my purpose i feel depression sinking in when i'm not doing i, I had stopped so you talked a lot about death and you know losing a lot of family members and you're committing suicide so a lot of people out there know my story so about three and a half four years ago i lose my dad okay and that's a whole other story itself because he didn't enter my into my life until a long time later you know and so i was finally getting into the routine of even having and understanding the fact that <laughs> so then six months later i lose my matriarch of the family my grandmother our rock the person who held us down you know right. that's six months later and my mother was her best friend i mean close niche wherever my mother went wherever my grandmother went she followed my mother my grandmother moved a state my mother's right behind us man she moved around so much because wherever her mother went she followed 
and she had the nerve to follow her into jail. <laughs> Are you serious? Look, listen, I'm, I'm laughing because I, I know that they're like, they're playing with me. Like, oh my God. Yeah, that's how I got this whole sleeve. Like, you feel like you're in Final Destination. It's an episode of Grinding Out Faces. Yeah, yeah, I hate that movie. Yeah, like, man, that's crazy. That's what they're doing. When that happened, I, you know, we're going to talk about everything on this podcast. So either tune in or tune out. So we're going to talk about, you know, death. We're going to talk about love, relationships. We're going to talk about religion. So I say that to say, at that time, I believe in the scripture that says, God will not give you anything that you can't handle. Yes, yes. And so Summer has been chasing her throne and saying, chase your throne by any means necessary for years. And I looked at that as an opportunity to show What's that. that tag? Yeah, your tagline on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> going through yeah. that was guys saying that you talk about this chase your throne let me see if you pay attention to chase your throne I, when, when I, I noticed that because i like that's a declaration it's, that's a declaration exactly what it is yeah, that's a declaration it was a declaration and also accountability to myself summer get up every day and chase your throne by any means necessary you are a daughter of the king you sit high he sits high and looks low, but he has you sitting high for a purpose. And now that you need to be in pursuit of your God-given purpose on a daily basis. Yeah. And I talk about that talk regardless of outside circumstances and things that are happening in your life that you cannot control. Mm -hmm. So now here I am, presented with three deaths, including my mother, my best friend, that's, nurturer. That's sucks. That's horrible. That's horrible. That's horrible. That this is your opportunity. Are you really about that? Life? You about it. You yeah. In spite of things that you can't control. You know what? And I'm gonna tell you that's amazing because with the and I'm I'm dealing with the passing of my the, my dad my 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 dad raising my stepfather since I was one. When you lose a parent, you the 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 crown is passed. Amen. 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 You know, for that being your declaration, that responsibility, and that is your destiny. Like right? you, right. you gotta rise up. You gotta be that God. You can't be no man raised like that, is it? I mean, thank you. Like, I mean, so so this is all right. So when I actually um got comfortable and realized and I did a thing, what I call it, this thing. Thing. Yeah, it was. It, this is my thing. Right. That one when I first put my first design, printed it out on paper, and put it in a frame. It was the first evidence of, of an accomplishment. Like mm -hmm. this got to be real because I made something from nothing. So after you did it, wait I did it. Then I'm promising you, I'm gonna show you this part. I'm gonna cut you off, but when you say something from nothing, I'm sitting in that manifestation of what he's talking about. His art is so beautiful, it's so dope. When I walked in here, my energy changed. It was that's that's is and oh, like, so that that just gave me a chill because I appreciate that, like I do. Because it, it, it takes a lot of energy to create it because it's um it's a, it's one of those I'm trying to find the words for it because. When you're going through depression, you're trying to come out of it. Mm -hmm. You grab onto something mm -hmm. and you make a something, right? Mm -hmm. That thing is like that nugget in the darkness. Right, right, right correct. That's now a piece of going because you did do that. You were sad. That might have been yesterday and you did right. yesterday, but you did that. And you can build off of that. Mm -hmm. 
to either do that again to make you feel good again or do something like that differently. Mm -hmm. That's why some artists have that one major piece mm -hmm. and it's that piece that just booms. You might not have seen anything from them ever again. Right, right. We only know, um, uh, what's a Michelangelo's, the 16th chapter? Right, right. We don't know feel this piece by heart, you know, so, but it's not the energy put into it, but we don't know emotionally what they were going through. And I took art history, so don't quote me, but most of the artists that I had learned about, because, see, my mother was an artist. I remember you telling me that. My mother was an artist. She's a starving artist. We were starving, okay? We broke. <laughs> Her, I tell you when I say she should have been, she's one of the great. She should have been in history books, mm. okay? This lady, I would never forget her. She was my art teacher in College Park Elementary, because I am a Southern girl. College Park, yeah, yeah. Girl. Hey. I mean, that, uh, What's the college part? Miss Fox, red glasses. Okay, <laughs> I would never forget this woman because she gave my mother a chance. Oh. My mother didn't have degrees. My mother was struggling with drug and alcoholism. Okay. Mm -hmm. We didn't have no lights, we had no gas, but my mother was dope as heck. So I think that when I walk into spaces that there is art, I feel yeah. energy. And so walking in College Park Elementary School, RIP, because it's burnt down, right. her murals were all over the walls. So this, okay, so this even proves the point even the more um, in terms of um, meditation and manifestation. This conversation is one of the ones that's destined to happen just to, based on how we met. Right. I'm in Miami for an art exhibit. And then yeah, following each other, it's just like I was like, she is really doing some dope stuff. Like, so, and and to have this measure of commonality in not just the art world, but I don't know if you all know this. Well, you don't know this. I've done podcast production, and I had no clue she was here. Damn podcast. There's so many things. Like you said, in terms of um, um, the secret, when you have on your trajectory going here, people also have theirs, and they're waiting for you. You know, right for those moments in life, so you right. can be support for yourself. Yeah. 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 Five years yeah. ago, yeah. you know what I mean. In Miami, we started talking, chopping up, exchanging Instagrams, continuously following each other. Yeah. Guys, I'm gonna let you know right now that this is this interview is so dope. But guess what? It's impromptu. Yeah, it's very impromptu. Oh, look, so. And this is I'm a, and something I had I had to dimension her like so in the process of my meditation like you also got to do a lot of personal work to be the kind of person that you that you want you want to be a stand up person you want to be a stand up person so that's something I've been intentional about but in my meditations and my prayers like I don't want I don't want phony people coming to me I only need to keep certain people. I need people to, who are going to come in my life to come in for a purpose that Amen. they can appreciate Amen. Uh, what I'm intending to do because. I'm still undone. You're never gonna be a whole I'm person. Just, still undone. And when you come across people who are not even trying to be undone, they can bring the worst side of you out, and you'll feel like you're like, yeah, it's scary. So I don't want to even deal with that measure of energy. Right. So everyone who comes across that you kind of meet, let it be somebody that if I attach to them, I actually, you know, I'm kind of vibing like, like something about them that is something that is that feeds into the same creative energy in the space that I'm trying to be. Right. So I had no clue. A lot of stuff he didn't have any clue about. So it's kind of that's. Right. So just to give you guys a cool little recap, I'm in Atlanta. Y'all probably saw my stories. I'm working out on the rooftop. You know, <laughs> doing shots. He hits me and says, "Wait, neighbor, <laughs> you're in Atlanta. You're here. 
And he's like, I'm in my art studio. I'm like, art studio in Atlanta? I met you in Miami mm -hmm. five years ago, B. Yes, yeah. we kept in contact and know what each other is doing and giving each other props. But I didn't know that he was in Atlanta. I, and so I immediately. She working in, she, she put the window up. I said, wait, I see my heart. I look, I can look through the window of my loft. What's up, neighbor? Like, wait a minute. You got you in the air. Hey, studio so we're talking about art manifestation and how it helps navigate depression in black help help navigate him navigate depression in the black community right and so here's the thing guys i feel like nothing happens by chance i feel that if you're just open to interaction and you're open to your purpose things are going to hit you you're going to take it something about yak yards let me tell you i just posted something about yak yards we are going to get hit. We are going to take hits. We're going to get beat up. We're going to lose people. Life is going to happen. It is what you do after the hit that counts. That's why I always say I got my yak yards up. God trusts me with my yak yards because he know, boom, boom, I'm going to take a hit. And then I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep running. I'm going to keep getting yards. This man keeps going, keeps running, and keeps getting yards. That's what we're doing. That's what we're talking about. Break it down to folks. Wait, everybody know yak yards are. You got to tell them yards after the pen. Yeah, keep going. keep going. I feel you. I feel that. And, and this, this is this is so amazing because the, the most recent collection I just finished uh, is a reflection of everything that happened last year in the pandemic. Right. So last year, last year was a butt wipe for everybody, mm -hmm. you know, and um, I had the misfortune of losing my father at the end of the year. Yeah, but not it wasn't just him because that might have been. The, the kicking the growing, kicking nuts. Mm -hmm. That was that one thing. But it was a systematic process because also at the beginning of the year, starting off, we lost Kobe. Mm -hmm. And and I'll be honest, when Kobe passed, that I hadn't seen so many black men cry in my life. What do you think that was? Well, Kobe, well, I can I can speak from, from me. Okay. Kobe and I are close to the same age, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of our generation, we related to Kobe because Kobe was, if we wanted to be Jordan, Kobe was us who wanted to be Jordan. We never had, so, you know, yeah, we want, we want to be Kobe. Right, so, when Kobe came out there, and it was just, it was, it was several things. Um, mm -hmm. Kobe's birthday, six days after mine. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I had a, uh, you know, everyone got a random Kobe story. Yeah, I met Kobe. Well, I'm a Kobe Morris Brown. But when it, when it hit, it was in such disbelief and also he lost it was him and his daughter mm -hmm. so if you're a guy and a dad oh you can't like it was it, it's so devastating that you can't even try to hold those here mm -hmm. so that hit me hard mm -hmm. and it was one of those kind of things that i had to process it before i and i knew i was gonna pay the kobe piece okay um, i had to process it and um then the pandemic hit mm -hmm. then George Floyd, like it was a, a series and series and series of issues. Mm -hmm. And so my tools that I was normally doing, I was painting and painting, mm -hmm. but I started struggling with um, my dreams. Like I couldn't, I didn't see the colors in my dream the same way I did. Wow. My nightmares started changing into real strange black and white. Wow. I could not, my hands were shaking. So mm -hmm. right when my, especially when my, my dad. You really hit with the related. Yeah, like, I hit, I hit, yeah, like, I hit a different kind of wall. Yeah. But every week, I'm a, and the weird thing was since the whole world was in pandemic, uh -huh. there was a weird measure of comfort 
because you knew it ain't just you. So even though I'm, I'm freaking out, I wasn't panicking mm-hmm. until um, my pops passed. Okay. When, when dad passed it, I, and, my, and I tried to paint, those tools didn't work. I couldn't hold a brush. Mm. I couldn't, the colors start mixing. I didn't see the really pretty bright, bright vibrances. When I tried to, they were like scribbles. I was scratching canvas and swirling them and just making a mess. And I ended up keeping them. And that's what's on the wall now. So oh. Some of the ones you like. Some of them. The, 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 the one right here, like the carpet. The striking. Yeah. I'm going to show it. I hope I, hopefully I can show it here. If not, you need to tell me that the paintings that are going through this hallway. And this brick podium, those color paintings, the actual canvases. Uh, the actual moment of a breakdown like i was actually oh, this is strong because this is why we have yeah. to keep going guys we are here talking about depression we're talking about depression in this black man and what he went through and how grit was birthed out of it yeah. but you are the epitome a living testimony of why when you get hit the hardest that yak yard is going to count the yeah, most. I, I know because I, I was oh i was in, i was in a space that i'm that panic is growing Mm-hmm. It's not working, and I'm hurt. I'm, and I know what it feels like, and I gotta paint. I gotta create, and I can't go anywhere. So, um, there are a couple things I did. So, since I stopped painting, I went um, at the same time. You know, MF Doom. <laughs> so, so uh, also MF Doom passed uh, last year as well. Um. So I, I did a piece, one of those pieces. So that on the brick podium, if you turn right to your right, something look harder to your right on the wall, that little brick wall, concrete wall, to your right, turn the camera a little bit more. Right there, those are the pieces on the actual wall. That one right there is a, a breakdown. That one, all those on those when the, when I start stop being able to see color. Um, so I had to I had to find a new medium. Since I did not start off as a painter, I'm never really married to one kind of medium and I don't have a problem trying something if it don't work. Cause I just gotta get this energy out. I gotta get it out. So um, I bought an iPad and a new iPad and a pen because uh, paint was too messy and especially if I'm around here just messing up paint, I ain't wanna mess up the whole law. So I got an iPad and uh, Came down the road of this technique and procreate. And I don't, it's one of the types of situations where you know you're, you're going through your depression. You don't always know exactly how you get to a certain point. Mm-hmm. But I know once I got to this pad and was able to do certain measures of designs, my dreams came back, the nightmares that I have. Also, I, I, mm-hmm. uh, I have, have nightmares since I was 15, but they were saying recurring. So, but the when I got the pad and could draw, I could see them and they were in black and white. Mm-hmm. So, once you get in the rhythm, once you get an artist, you know when you're in the zone. I knew I was finally in the zone. I could get it out. It's so everything I was seeing. I started pushing it out. So maybe don't make it a two or three day period. These are the ones that are on the wall. It came out over two or three days. I just say, okay, well, let's, we're not gonna sleep. Let's go ahead and get it out. So your it's because your talent has been speaking to you for years, but you didn't recognize what it was. But again, it took that tragedy. Yeah, it took tragedy. It took tragedy. Mm, it took it, that tragedy. Uh, the biggest thing I tell folks is take ownership of it. It's mm-hmm. okay. Crying. That all you want. Yeah, you can it's okay. Like, um, you know, but my biggest thing is just don't cry. Just just don't quit. You can cry and keep going. Yes. You can cry, stop for a minute, and then keep going when you finish crying. You know what I'm saying? But just don't. You ain't gotta stay there. 
I think the yeah. biggest thing with mental health is being honest with what it is that you're going through. Yeah. And it is okay to have a try who understands what you're going through. I have my prayer warriors. Shout out to one of my girlfriends, Angela Meacham. She is definitely one of my prayer warriors. Shout out to my girl, Petrie. And um, she is definitely someone who has that faith. And it's like when you can have people to be vulnerable with, that is an amazing thing. And I'm not taking anything away from that because we need that. But when you can be vulnerable with self, I always tell people, you got to lay down with your thoughts at night. But that goes back to being, you got to be what you want. Mm -hmm. Like, if you can't be vulnerable with yourself, mm -hmm. then you're not going to be able to open up in your relationships. Mm -hmm. So then it's always going to be one of those struggles. Well, you're not telling me what you're feeling and all that. Like, that was kind of one of those things that kind of tainted my marriage. Uh -huh. You know, so you got to learn how to, you got to be what you want. Like, yeah. you got to do the work to try to be a yeah. whole person. Oh, yeah. you know? It's about walk the walk, talk the talk. I was 25 and I was like, wait a minute. I see a vision of summer. I want to be that summer. I'm going to be that summer. Mm -hmm. And each time you be that summer, then you level up to the next summer that you want to be. <laughs> and you still want to be. You we do have to enjoy the journey we have to enjoy what it is that we're going through but oh my god I, I i agree but i think that we have to like you mentioned a while back in this episode and we're definitely into the episode we got going and we had some good conversation but be still and slow down and be honest with self yeah and know that something's not right with me mm -hmm. but when you can take full ownership of that then you can realize, am I depressed? Am I dealing with something? Is there something I'm, I'm dealing with that I'm not being my best self? Like me, my whole thing is I want to present my best self to you, right? Any relationship that I have in any dynamic, whether it's business, personal, intimacy, friendship, whatever it is, I want to step to the plate as my best self. Right. And if yeah. I am reacting or interact, interacting in a way that is not pleasing to me and who I want to be, then I need to realize what is my starting point and where am I trying to get and what in that mix is not adding up to getting me there. Right. Whether it may be an improper interaction, an improper relationship, I'm not following through with purpose. There is something there in the mix that is making you not get to where you need to be mm -hmm. that could be causing this depression. Right. Outside of mental and chemical imbalances and so forth that people do need to seek additional help for, mm -hmm. but sometimes we are causing depression because we are not living our best selves. And that's to go back to what you're saying on social media. A lot of that problem is we use social media as the litmus to compete with what we see, all right? As opposed, and for me, I I, I got out of that, um, and when I started competing with myself. Mm -hmm. So when I post on social media, that's when I feel like I've won mm -hmm. about it. Uh, so that's why I mean I post a lot of the stuff that what I'm doing. It's not about me bragging. Right. I'm not right. even going through something when I feel like I finally got something right. Mm -hmm. Got it right now. Right. I don't care if they don't like it or not, but I got it right. Ooh. You know, it's a, it, not, I don't care if they like it or not. We're in a world with so many things that we have to like and people have to like us. I was watching something. I, I wish I could get a, give a credit. I'm so sorry. It was a YouTuber who said that um, you don't have to like it. Yeah. It was putting you to put it out for somebody else to like. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't got to like it. And that helped me so much with Cultivate. Yeah. Yeah. Like this episode. Even <laughs> You're talking about, you know, depression and art and how this thing was birthed out of you. I think it's beautiful. But we ain't got to like it. There's somebody out there who needs to see this, needs to hear this, and who will like it. I absolutely believe it's a lot. And uh, because uh, the collection I'm doing, 
I'm starting the micro, the micro showings mm -hmm. in August. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the big exhibit will be in October. Mm -hmm. So when you pop it in and doing this now, like this is this purpose. Like it, it, you get the sneak peek of actually seeing it. So, so that's what kind of like everything's kind of aligning for it, um, regardless of what you emotionally may feel. Like it's only your emotions. It's okay to feel something, but that does not mean you should. What are you going to do with it? What the artwork? No, yeah, exactly. So then, and also, it ends up it, it it helps in a lot of different ways in terms of um you can recognize when you have other friends. It's okay to feel something. Okay, so what are we gonna do? Like, how are we gonna do this? We want to come and paint. We want to do this in the third. Right. Uh, so it it gives you the confidence to speak mm -hmm. about it a little bit more, mm -hmm. and then you build better relationships and friendships mm -hmm. with people. Sometimes you build better bonds because you you never know and. Also, like I said, I I've been I've prayed about I only want certain kind of people to come in my space. So I also have the confidence that if I do run across people um, and they do kind of stick to you, I don't have a problem saying you may are supposed to be an artist mm -hmm. because for whatever reason we still hang around each other, mm -hmm. and I need you to figure out what you're supposed mm -hmm. to be doing because otherwise I really don't think I'm going to be around people who are not vibrating in some creative space. It's just no wasting my time because I'm not going to be staying in a space where that energy is not being feeded into that cyclical energy. And my friends are in and realize they're artists <laughs> because they ain't taking a chance on themselves. Right. I think that. Like we say, take a chance on yourself and just stepping into what it is that you really want to do right mm -hmm. so let me ask you this and i'm trying to get as much footage as possible so when you see me having my phones and stuff this is all trying to get footage on different networks and so right. forth if you people who are dealing with depression right now there are some people out there who don't know that they're dealing with depression or who are dealing with it yeah. and won't open up about it won't face the fact or like you said it took you a year and a half a year and a half for you to realize and recognize that you were depressed. Yeah. So I'm gonna pick up my phone again because I want this to be on several networks when he answers this question. Okay. <laughs> so please excuse me. I hope I got um, <laughs> you guys can answer. answer the question. Whoa, just answering wrong. <laughs> I know for sure that you have the answer because this is why I'm here. Um, everything that has happened up to this point has been for a reason. So the question that I have for you. This beautiful artwork that manifested out of depression and i'm showing it on the cultivate page um we've been interviewing we've been talking the beautiful artwork that has manifested out of depression okay and i just want to keep this going and i want to make sure that i'm capturing this as much as possible speaking to speaking to an individual who does not know that they're depressed or know that they're dealing with something what is the best thing that you would say to them right now it is okay to feel uh, your emotions are yours don't fight them don't fight them at all right if you are feeling sad that you think you want to cry cry don't hold it back do your best to express your emotions as much as you can until you get tired of expressing your emotions and your little bubble you may need to buy a lot of uh kleenex you know if you're a snotter and crier but it is okay uh, just know once you're done and you're tired, get up. Just get up. Walk around, get up and move. Get up and do one thing. All right. The most powerful number is one. Only thing you ever have to succeed at is one thing. Amen. That's it. All right. You determine what that one thing is, 
And once you succeed at that one thing, big or small, you celebrate that one thing. Celebrate the wins. And figure you another. Uh, so it's not necessarily about goal setting. It's about taking like one step up at a time, right? Um, and sometimes, and what I had to learn was in depression, especially since I'm clumsy, a big dude with small ankles, trying to walk up steps, I fall all the time, but fall forward, right? Fall forward, you know? So, and uh, I think you say accountability. Yeah. Yeah. Accountability. Don't be afraid of mm -hmm. it. Don't be afraid of it, mm -hmm. you know? Finding some accountability partners, those you can trust, who you know that loves you unconditionally for you and who you are is going to be important during this time. Um, we're, I feel that, you know, we're all dealing with something, right? right. But what, one thing that I would say is it scares me to hear women say that they're not friends with women. For men, I don't got a lot of male friends. All my friends are homegirls. Uh, or women, I don't have a lot of find yourself a tribe yeah. and you need to get with like-minded people and they need to be sometimes the like-minded gender because you need to heal a male perspective and a female perspective yeah. Yeah. and i think that if there is something that is allowing you to not get with other women figure what is that itself that's not allowing you to get with other women because i love the tribe of women that i have they understand me from a woman's perspective and i love the males in my life that can help me find that other energy and so accountability is real be honest with your emotions be honest with what it is that you're thinking even when you are thinking wrong i am huge if you know summer bell <laughs> i am you know i i tell people i'm doing my doctorate in human behavior not to understand human behavior i'm doing my doctorate because i understand human behavior and i want to you know, like, i was meant to understand human behavior and so i got into my doctorate because that was my purpose right i didn't go into my doctor to follow my purpose i knew my purpose so i get into human behavior you understand what i'm saying and so when i say that it is important to check your own behavior yeah. i would say check your own behavior check your right check your wrong check your mishap check your wrong thinking mm -hmm. i promise you it is important to check your thinking think about your thoughts why you're thinking it think about your perspective what's going on with your perspective why you be perceiving things in a way that might not be or maybe someone's saying something to me and i'm perceiving it negatively or in my case why are you making up conflicts in your head right. <laughs> you're making it up and then when you have these things and you actually start to recognize it if you can't stop how can you work this mechanism to be beneficial for you right exactly. you have to be dealing with this right then how is this going to help you as opposed to completely drive me bananas? <laughs> do either yeah right? it's a whole new discussion i'm not going to allow us to keep going but what i will say i love what you just said it's either going to be constructive, you're going to construct something out of it, or you're going to allow it to cause you bananas. What you have to be is be honest and say something is not right, and I got to work through it. Right. We got to stop, especially in the minority community, the Black community, the Hispanic community, we got to stop saying that therapy is not okay. Therapy is good. Therapy's kind of cool, actually. Once we start, now so let me say this much. Okay. For those people who are on the fence about therapy, the fear is in the beginning but once you get past that first couple sections you are so ready to go snitch look here i, can't, I need to go talk this one. you're all ready to go spill all the beans right and and then i was also for those people once you start um who are, are willing to go to therapy 
it is okay to go through therapists, meaning like you got to find that right balance that you can sit in the room with the right person. Like, um, Very good. you know, you may be easier to talk to someone who looks like you. For me, it was easy. I had to realize that the therapist that I needed, I didn't need her. I didn't, my therapist was an old white lady, right? I know that sounds weird, but my first therapist, I didn't want her to know anything about me and my culture. Right. I didn't want I, I wanted what I thought was the polar opposite. Interesting. Right. Because I just wanted I knew I had a lot to dump on her. I knew I didn't want her to pick and choose mm, mm, based on whatever. I wanted what I thought couldn't relate. So she can just analyze it. Right. And, and well, until I got to a point in life where I needed something different. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's okay to have some issues. But allow yourself to understand when anything in life has met the expiration date yeah it sounds as if she was good for you to a point for a season, season. she served you well yeah. that is with relationship that is with worship business ships knowing something has served you well knowing something has been good to you and stop making forever out of situations yes yeah yeah right because therapy also will grow and a, ther a therapist may look different from you from 10 years from now. Amen. So I now have a, a art therapist and a traditional therapist. Very, very The conversation completely different than what I've had. You know, the, the sessions, I should say, that are different than what, what it was when I started because I'm in a different place. I got different names. Amen. But you're still in therapy. I'm not going to stop that. Like, shoot, you, you don't stop. No, there's no need to. Like, there's, there's no need you gotta to. You got to. It's a real, it's a real dynamic. Like it's a real, Amen. it's a real relationship. Amen. Right? And if you want a healthy lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle built on healthy relationships, you know. And, and in a world we're living in now, like we we produce more than any era of humans in history. Yeah, you need to talk to someone who's mm -hmm. trained to deal with this. And you, yeah, you you might want to embrace that. Shit. There you go. <laughs> so. Well, it's been a great. In seventeen minutes. Has it been an hour seventeen? Yeah. <laughs> wow. For a reason, we were supposed to be here today in the ATL back yeah. in my homeland. I tell people I am Southern grown and Cali living. <laughs> you have been here with myself and Invert the World. Please follow him on Instagram. Shout out to Instagram. Uh, it is Invert the World. I N V E R T T H E W O R L D. I'm on all platforms, Invert the World and InvertTheWorld.com. Support Black Art. Amen. And we are here with the big deal. I'll let you know that now. <laughs> if you just tuned in, this man has been in front of my president, Mr. Obama, and that is a beautiful thing. And I've done much, much more. Um, art for me is something that is extremely important along with mental health. So this conversation has been on mental health, art manifestation, and navigating the um, world of depression within minority and black men, black community and so forth. I thank both cameras for being here today. Um, I'm gonna shut your camera down. Thank you for um, being live with us. You're um, broadcasting from Politic and Studios, my partnership with Cultivate. I thank you and I love you. I'm gonna keep rolling on the live session that we have on Instagram because y'all got to see the art. I'm gonna let y'all see the art. So if you wanna kick it with us, please do. We'll be able to collide and put these 
these things two together because we got some bomb people back in the Riverside Studios is going to make this happen and um, put this up at a later date. But I thank you guys so much. I'm going to keep this camera rolling for us to show some of your art, take some pictures and so forth. This has been bomb. And I thank y'all for tuning in. Love you, love you, love you. We'll see you soon. <laughs>